Preschoolers don't really come with a manual, do they? You want to spend your day helping them grow and enjoying the magic of learning through the eyes of a preschooler. You also want to help them deal with all the big feelings that come with being three or four, but real talk? You don't have a lot of time. We need to prep for the day with confidence and ditch the stress that sometimes comes along the way. I got you. Welcome to the Preschool Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chantal, a kinder teacher turned curriculum designer and preschool consultant. And I'm here to help you make this school year the best one yet. Let's get to the show. Does the thought of managing a group of 12 to 18 little ones make you want to pull your hair out? Or does it make you feel like a champ who's just taken on an Olympic sport? I know you're the latter because you're listening to this episode right now. And to that I say, way to go! This month, we're exploring different classroom management topics to help make your, and your kiddos, preschool experience the best one ever. You're listening to episode 13, and today, let's dive into a couple of strategies that can help our kiddos become more confident and self-reliant. I'm giving you five preschool behavior management tips that will create the ultimate class family. My goal is to create a community of teachers and parents that feel loved and supported on this precious journey. So, I created a super fun Facebook group for us. Join our free Preschool Made Easy Facebook group today and ask your questions, make new teacher and parent friends, and let's do this thing together. You can find the link in the show notes. All right, let's get to it. If you've ever stepped into a preschool classroom, you know it's like a beehive full of energy and curiosity, but how do we strike the balance between nurturing our little one's need for constant attention and helping them become independent within a group. That's where savvy behavior management comes into play. Tip number one is allow kiddos to ask for help. Remember when we were kids and asking for help seemed like an admission of defeat? Well, in today's preschools, it's a totally different story. Encouraging children to ask for help is like giving them a Willy Wonka golden ticket to growth. Wow, I just aged myself with that reference, but you get me. It's not about solving everything for them. It's more about showing them that seeking assistance is actually a sign of strength. When kids learn to ask questions, voice their concerns, and seek guidance, they're really building problem-solving skills that will serve them throughout their entire life. We want them to know that it's okay to ask for help, right? How often do we need help as adults? I mean, we don't have it all figured out and that's okay too. What we want to model for them is that asking for help when they need it is the best way to help themselves. Now, getting them to find answers to their questions with their friends or maybe even on their own is the goal. So they become more independent, but we have to be there for them when they need us. Tip number two is shift the mindset from me to we. You know, unlike the opinion of so many people who are clearly not in the education space, preschool isn't just about learning ABCs and one, two, threes, okay? It's also about grasping the concept of we. One fabulous way to promote this shift from a, let's call it a me-centric attitude to a we-centric one is through group activities. 
Think of these activities as like mini challenges in teamwork, where your kiddos learn to listen, share, and cooperate. Whether it's building a tower of blocks or creating an art piece together, these activities help your little ones really understand the magic that happens when their minds and hands come together. This is a skill they will use their entire lives. We certainly do with our work, right? And in everyday life, we have to learn to work with others. Yes, even when we don't want to. Tip number three is help your little ones build friendships and less one-on-one time with you. Sure, one-on-one time and attention has its own place, right? But there's just something so amazing about watching your little ones forge their own friendships. Am I right? Think of preschool as an ideal playground for these beautiful social interactions. When you encourage children to engage with their classmates or even other children, you're really teaching them valuable skills like empathy, communication, and even conflict resolution. That's a big one. Not to mention, the bonus of having buddies means that the load of constant adult attention is slowly lightened so it allows the teacher to focus on guiding the group as a whole. And I don't know about you, but I call that a win-win. Hey, toddler and preschool parents. Is the thought of kindergarten starting soon creeping up on you? Your kiddo is growing, and let's be real, it's coming pretty fast. Cue the tears. But don't worry, you're not alone. I've got you. Let's turn that frown upside down and get really excited for what's coming. I'm launching a brand new workshop for toddler and preschool parents that will take you from panicking to prepared. In this workshop, you will learn how to design your ideal daily preschool routine, use simple materials you already have at home, decide what and how to teach your child, and create a personalized plan for getting your child ready for kindergarten. Go to shantimacias.com slash workshop to learn all about our Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten workshop. Now, cue the happy dance because we're so ready to do this with our kiddos together. Let's get back to our show. Tip number four is give them tasks that build their independence. You ever seen a three-year-old pour their own cup of juice? It's like watching a mini superhero in action. They're just the cutest things ever. They're so excited when they actually do it, and if they get no spills, woo! They win the entire day. Empowering preschoolers to handle tasks independently gives them a sense of accomplishment that's kind of hard to replicate. From putting on their coats to cleaning up after playtime, these small victories really build their self-esteem and give them a taste of what it's like to be a big kid. Here's another bonus. Less hands-on assistance is needed, and more of those gorgeous, proud little faces. Tip number five is teach them patience. So in today's world of instant gratification, which we all know too well, teaching patience is pretty much like molding a Jedi. Now, if you're not into Star Wars, don't worry, I wasn't either, but with all these new Star Wars shows on Disney+, Plus, your girl has been binging them. (laughs) Okay, Back to teaching patience. This one is definitely a skill that takes time and lots of modeling. Learning to wait their turn during group activities or while seeking help from another teacher 
helps little ones develop self-control and emotional regulation. Sure, it might lead to some foot-tapping moments, but those tiny lessons in delayed gratification are building blocks for a future of really good decision-making, among other things. And when things get a little rough, just communicate, right? Talk to your little ones and try to understand the reason behind their behavior. All of the experts in early childhood behavior management will tell you the same thing. Share your concerns and listen to them. Once they feel heard, they will more likely accept your point of view. Use positive reinforcements, reward and praise good behavior to make them feel appreciated for trying their best to be patient. Make sure that the praise is individual and really highlights their strengths because this sets the foundation for continuous positive behavior. And if this doesn't work and they continue making poor choices, simply redirect the behavior. Sometimes redirecting their attention can be just as effective in correcting negative behavior. You can do this by offering them a more interesting learning activity or maybe inviting them to the safe space in your class, which is an area to just blow off some steam and maybe relax with familiar items like books or blankets or even pillows. And let's remember, behavior management isn't about stifling our kids' natural excitement. Instead, it's about guiding that energy toward becoming confident, empathetic, and independent individuals. So let's celebrate the can you help me requests and the enthusiastic group activities because the truth is they're shaping the leaders, collaborators, and problem solvers of tomorrow. And that's a beautiful thing to witness. Okay, let's recap. Tip number one is allow kiddos to ask for help. Tip number two is shift the mindset from me to we. Tip number three is Help your little ones build friendships and have less one-on-one time with you. Tip number four is give them tasks that build their independence. And tip number five is teach them patience. I'll leave you with this. Before you make any changes to your current classroom management system, think about your students' goals, what you want them to accomplish, and how you're going to help them get there. Think about what is practical for you and sustainable so you don't have to continue making all these changes all year long. And model, model, model. Remember, you got this. Join our free Facebook group and let us know what your number one classroom management tip is. It's honestly the best place to ask questions and make new friends. You can find the link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love creating content to support you on your preschool journey. So if you enjoyed this episode, reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what resonated or any questions you may have. Let's keep the conversation going so we can support more preschool teachers and parents just like you. See you in the next episode.